This is Dr. James Crosby, Head of Sustainability at Advantage Utilities. I'd like to ask, could your organisation be more of an energy sector hero? Are you interested in improving your sustainability as a business? Well, now you can obtain the expert view and guidance on renewable energy solutions, on-site generation, carbon accounting, and sophisticated grid energy purchasing options through Advantage Utilities. Our team of experts use the latest tools to better analyse, track and reduce your organisation's energy usage and carbon emissions. To find out how Advantage Utilities can become your one-stop shop for all your energy and sustainability needs, please visit www.advantageutilities.com or give one of our passionate and friendly team a call on 0208-131-4747. Hi there, and welcome back to the Energy Sector Heroes podcast. My name is Michelle Fraser, and every week I will speak with incredible people who share their lessons, experiences, and stories from their time spent in the energy sector. Hi there, and welcome back to the Energy Sector Podcast. My name is Michelle Fraser, and every week I will speak with incredible people who share their lessons, experience, and stories from their time spent in the energy sector. Today, my guest is Bert Abiel. Bert is an incredible specialist in the solar innovation with over 40 years' experience in the energy sector. Bert, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Well, I'm Master of Engineering, it's called today the title in Renewable Energy in Microelectronics Speciality Photovoltaic Cells. So 40 years ago, I was uh, one of the first on this globe to believe in it. When I left university, there was, uh, there was no commercial activity, there were no jobs in the sector, so I went to the classic energy, traditional gas, or electricity, mainly electricity. In 2005, photovoltaic energy was commercially ready and switched again to photovoltaics. I realized with several companies, uh, medium-sized projects until uh, 5 megawatt. It was based on the economical uh, viability, if this is the right word, was based on uh, subsidizing by the countries, by the government, one main factor, well, it was developed mainly by European and American companies, the, so the solar panels, but the pricing of Chinese was about half of the Europeans, and so they took almost all the market, and uh, most European and American companies went bankrupt. The European Government Commission realized too late they... Uh, put uh, taxes, import taxes on the panels, and then the remaining companies survived. But it was rather Chinese at 70% of the market worldwide. And so it's, and they have still the, the main market of photovoltaics. Uh, they realized that there was a lot of money and also that the renewable energy should be actually someday and we see today that it is very actual that uh, we cannot pay anymore our energy bills Uh, the gas is about four times 
the old prices and we have no answer. Personally, and my energy bill multiplied by five. So that's enormous. It's almost difficult to pay. And uh, people who are low salary, they cannot pay anymore their energy bills anyway in Belgium. Solar energy will help this, but you cannot uh, do it in uh, one day. It will take, again, maybe 25 years. And another uh, thing I applied in my house is super insulation so that uh, the heat does not escape, that it remains, and so you don't, don't need a gas anymore. That's about uh, the story I can tell you. Did you have any role models in your career and what did you find inspirational about them? Where the inspiration came from or what do you mean? Your role models. Did you have any mentors or role models in your career? No, because in the time that I was at university, nobody believed in it. And I was the only one. And I, after 10 years, I, I, I threw away my documentation because I didn't believe in it anymore. Now, 10 years ago, it, it remained actually. So I didn't believe that these prices and this efficiency could be, be so much efficiency multiplied by three price divided by 10. So you have a, an interesting project. Do you understand? Yeah, I do. Yes, nobody, yes, believed, yes. nobody believed in it at that time. I believed, but I lost my... I didn't believe anymore after 10 years because nothing, nothing happened. So it, it seemed to be a theoretical product. But it is a bit like uh, an iPhone or smartphone. It took 30 years before everybody has it. 30 years ago, nobody knew that it should come to life. 30 years ago, nobody had an iPhone. Now everybody. And uh, Apple is the biggest company in the world. Mm-hmm. You understand? Okay. You understand? Yeah, I did. So what else did you do when you didn't believe in solar energy anymore? I was in traditional energy, electricity, power plants, yeah. power okay. plants, a little bit nuclear, a lot of gas, power plants, these things, traditional electricity, okay. energy, traditional energy. What do you find challenging about your current role? What challenging is that I have developed a couple of products that certainly good Good realizations. The frustration is that uh, I do not get real projects, only little bits. So my products, especially agrovoltaics, is something that can be applied everywhere in the world. Most interest, for example, in, in countries where there is too much sun, you can protect crops against the sun and have higher return on for the crops for anywhere. Also, you can stop the desert, desertification. Mm-hmm. You put big plants of this and you produce electricity and have all the power to stop desertification, what is, what is today going on everywhere. Okay, thank you. How does your current role compare to your aspirations as a young, a young boy? Is it different? I don't know. I didn't have any idea what the job, what engineering was. I didn't know anything about this product. So I, I went my way and I followed the way that life gave me. It was not a really 
myself who decided on all these things, especially because I knew about products that did not exist or that were theoretical. You know, photo, photovoltaic panels, you know what it is. Uh -huh. In that time, it was so big, so big, but the product on which I made research so ridiculous, you could not, could not imagine that it would be important in this world, common important. So I didn't know anything about the way to go. I just followed the, followed the hand of God, if he was there. Yeah, I think so. So what made you want to become an engineer and work in engineering? Well, what made you to become? Because when I was at the college, college is the right name, at, at school, yeah. I was good in physics, mathematics, Physical, chemical, yeah, I don't know the name, and all these technical matters, and not so good in languages or other. And so it was a little bit of automatic choice from okay. middle school to university. So when you are good in something and not good in other things, you make it's best to make this choice, I think. Okay. So, because yes, I was interested. I was interested also. That's true. Not only uh, know-how, but also the interest. Okay. If you were going to hire someone as a manager, what qualities would you look for in a, in the person? I was from two thousand to two thousand nine. I was CEO of existing companies, energy companies, German. And then I was in the position to hire people. Uh -huh. I was only one informatical, informatical, informatical engineer and uh, salespeople. So salespeople, I, I, I expected some technical base and then the commercial feeling for the, yeah, for the IT. I expected that they should solve our problems, IT problems. So that's, that's it. Today I cannot hire because maybe it's good to explain this agrovoltaics is not a company, it's a platform. It's a platform of three people who try to develop projects and we can put these projects in another existing company. So one of the three has his own company. So we work on the market, we try to develop and then we give the project to this company and the results are shared, the financial results are shared between the three people. So we have two Belgian and one Indian person who are active on this platform. So it's not a, really a company. Uh, I suppose you understand the difference? I do. It's yeah, quite clever. It's quite a clever idea, actually. Yeah, there is yes. no cost. There is no financial cost. Everybody does his work with his computer, uh, with uh, WhatsApp uh, and internet and email. So no cost. And if there is something real, then we can realize it. Yeah, I like that idea. I and really like that idea. The company, you have a lot of documentation, investment, cost, taxes, salaries uh, with uh, social security and thousand things. If you have a platform, it's from your own. You do what you want. There is no cost and you see what happens after. Okay. I like that idea. That's a clever idea, actually. Clever idea how to do business. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of that. I've never heard yeah. of anybody else doing that. Yeah. No. Uh, before, uh, five years ago, I made this as a company. 
and I had so much cost that I closed the company and continued on this platform. Okay. Even nobody knows that it is not a company. Everybody considers this as a company, so no problem for me. Okay. Have you had any career disasters where things have gone terribly wrong? No, no disasters since uh, yeah, it's only a platform, so we have no juri- juridical risk. We give information, but at the moment we do not take the project itself on our budget. So if it costs one million uh, pound or euro or dollar, uh, we act mostly as consultants. So we take a fee, three, four, five percent. And so we help to realize the project. We, we are ready with this company to take the project 100% for ourselves, but must be sure financing and everything must be without risk. Okay. You cannot uh, build a power plant in India because you never see the money back. But today, for example, there is a tender in Luxembourg and uh, covered by the government there. And then the risk is zero. We will participate on this. Okay. What is your zone genius? What are you really good at? I think the overview of energy, renewable and uh, traditional. I think I understand all these things together and find a way to go through it. And people know one thing, I'm more uh, energy philosopher, you know, but the philosophies, is philosophy, you know? Yeah, philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of know-how and I can say this must happen like this, this, this. But I'm not busy in technical wiring, uh, batteries and all these technical things. I know a lot of it, I understand it, but it's not my daily activity. Okay. What does your average week look like when you're you're working together with your colleagues? My average week, to be honest, I work only half time. Okay. Half time, I'm babysitter for my grandchildren, which is today the most important thing in my life. The other half, I work together on, on specific specific projects. So. That's about, uh, because uh, I'm retired, I stopped a couple of years ago, so I have no, no reason to work hard, very hard. So okay. It's more the position of a hobby, a little bit more, uh, ready to realize, I'm still realizing uh, big projects, but I do not run behind them. Okay. It's even so that I do not care too much uh, about success anymore. Uh, why should I? So I'm rather in a position to expect projects rather than to run around the world to find it. That this time has gone. I've done this a long time ago, but no longer anymore. We have a young, a young boy, the Indian who likes to do this. To, uh-huh. And the other one is a wind specialist also retired, he, he takes it easy. He takes life easy. Career maker, it's, it's behind us. Okay. 
realizers, but we, we have a, I think we have a good know-how that has sense in this world, that can make sense, that can be used worldwide. For example, I helped uh, at the project in development in Saudi Arabia, of a big plant where the, they want to, for a factory, they want to green the area around mm. to have the electricity for the factory. It was a, a, dairy, a, a dairy company from Millikan. So is it a dairy, dairy company? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I okay, do. because there are a lot of words that I forgot the last years. So it can be realized in every corner of this planet, and even on the moon, if you want. Yes. So who do you depend upon in a working environment? At the moment, I depend on nobody. Only if there is a, a specific project, you depend on financing by a bank, for example. You depend on the customer. Without customer, there is nothing. A project when there is a project you need bank financing and then you need some technical people to realize the project so these are three aspects uh -huh. aspects okay do you delegate any work well delegate we share the work we are three specialists in different activities and we are complementary so it's not us sharing the world, call it this. So do you prefer working on larger projects or smaller projects? At the moment, smaller. Not really the ambition to work on millions, millions because there's always the risk and uh, I don't want to spend my own money and to risk my own money anymore. So yeah. you are, uh, 40 years, you are still in, in the work. In the let's say active work, active risks. When you are farther away, you think, okay, it's good. We try to make some money, some project, but we don't want to lose anything anymore. Yeah, that's right. I agree. If you could turn back time, would you change anything? I think many things. <laughs> yes, I would change, but what should I change? I'm not sure that I would be engineer can talk about marriage, yes or no, engineer, yes or no. Sometimes I think it was better to be doctor. You think so? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's just a question. I don't know. If you could go back and give yourself, any your younger self, any advice, what would that be? Well, try to be creative, maybe, and uh, to go in the own way. Not uh, the, the way of the mass, and also I'm uh, criti critical about everybody running by this iPhone, everybody tattooing, and all these things. I'm not a mass man, I'm an individualist. Yeah. So if you stand at the corner of the street at the red light, you see everybody with his hand, his, his iPhone. Yeah, that's right. Ears. Everybody thinks the same, does the same. I think uh, there is not a lot, lot of creativity in this world. Okay, I agree. I just wondered, because you were one of the first ones that were working in the solar energy, because it was quite a long time ago as well, and then you said that you mentioned before that you gave up because 
no one else believed. That must have been really difficult at the time. Well, not so really. It went uh, from my front, in my backhand, it went souvenir, and I did something else. So most uh, thesis of students bring nothing. So that they work on something, I don't know what, theoretical, what the professor gives them, what the teacher, and they work on it. And if there comes something out, it's uh, maybe, but it's exceptional. If you go back in the in the near past, what has been realized, our photovoltaics, then uh, the iPhone, computer, cells, computer, in the, in the energy, the most revolutionary, maybe you know, maybe not, it is the LED lighting, you know, the LED light, LED, uh-huh. LED. LED, produces yeah. as much light as a traditional lamp at one-tenth of the energy. Mm-hmm. Nothing else has realized something like this to ten times uh, higher result. Maybe you do not realize it, but when I light my house, now it's one-tenth of before. It's one-tenth of the energy produced by power plants. And it is coming, or it is everywhere in each each uh, house. Maybe in yours, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Let, you have light housing, light lighting? Yeah, maybe. yeah I do, actually. You sure? In some, in some areas, yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Nobody realizes everybody thinks that it comes from itself, but it's not the case. It's an invention like uh, some medical project, like how do we call it? Preservatives, then uh, anti-conception. It are also revolutionary projects in, in the men, in the life of men and women, revolutionary in the world as it is today was also a Belgian doctor who developed a pill. You know the pill, you know what I, I talk about. Yeah, yeah. It was a Belgian doctor who no, did not exist. Every parents met it. Uh, people had eight children, ten children in this world. Now it is two children, thanks to all these products, thanks to all these developments. Okay. But it must be amazing now to think that what you had visioned many, many years ago is now what everybody's trying to work towards. Um, my uncle had 16 children from one wife. Can you imagine that you have 16 children around you? No. Uh, no I, nobody, nobody can. But it was normal at the time. The church said, as much children as you can make is the best. They all go to heaven and all these kind of things, but I think it's not true, all these, you know, better than I do. These are all inventions that change the world. There are others uh, that I don't have uh, now, that are not my problem, but uh, I think uh, life has changed completely in the last 40 years. Nothing is the same, everything is different. For example, my last year of university, the university was 30,000 people. It's called the Leuven Classic, and they had one computer for all the university. It was as big as a house. It 
was called IBM 370, and all students got five seconds computer time. Mm. That was the, the situation. Now you have iPad, uh, laptop, PC, everything, uh, internet. Also, internet is a, a big change in, in the world. That are the one that I see today. Mm. But I think the most fundamental is the today the iPhone or the smartphone. With all your knowledge and experience, what do you think the future is for solar? Solar, uh, it will increase and increase. I'm sure that it will be the main uh, source of energy. I'm absolutely sure. We have a heating up of the planet that is uh, almost sure that it is heating up and will give a catastrophe. So the only product against it is the solar. Okay. Only the solar can help to, to beat this heating up of the uh, planet. And for example, today we have 25 degrees here. It's the temperature of the summer. The climate has, has already changed for a lot. I don't know if you know 25 degrees Celsius. You use other uh, parameters, I think, no? Fahrenheit. You use Fahrenheit or Celsius? Celsius. Celsius. So, you know, in November, yeah. 25 degrees Celsius, and in summer, 40 degrees Celsius uh, is different from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if it heats up, the planet, uh, 5 degrees, it's the end of the planet. It's uh, going to, I think, if you go to 10 meters, 3 billion people, uh, without house, if the water goes up five meters, mm. the melting of the South Pole, of the North Pole, of Greenland, then I don't know, I don't think uh, UK can take 300 million people, take over 300 million people from India, from Bangladesh, from, they have to go uh, somewhere else. Today it's one million people from Ukraine, but then it's uh, three billion that will come. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Heating up of the planet and solar will fight against it. So it will double, triple, uh, multiplied by 10. That's for sure. Okay. And then we will see if the planet survives or not. I'm not sure about it. Maybe, you know, 40 years ago, 1975, there was a report of the Club of Rome. Ever heard about it? No? No. No report. So I believe in it. It were the, the top scientific scientists, scientists, the politicians, let's say the most clever people of the world who came together, like to, today in Davos, and they said then there will be big energy problems, there will be Population problems, there were 4 million at that time, 4 billion, now it's 8 billion or something. And if, if it does not stop, it's 12 billion people. Uh -huh. So they forecasted it 40 years ago. I believed it in that time and now again, it does not stop the population. So okay. even energy cannot follow this. All the people want to have luxury, comfort. Where does it have to come from? I don't know. Do you know? No. no, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, 
I don't have any more questions. That's good. So that's all the questions I have today. I would like to thank Bert for your time. Yep. This brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you very much for listening and see you next week. Okay. Thank you. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I'd like to gently encourage you to leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with another person. You can also follow me on LinkedIn or via my website, www.michellefraserconsultancy.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.